What would you do? I don't know. I was asking you. Oh, what would I do for a Klondike bar? Zero. You don't like them? I mean, they're fine, but like, I don't, like, I, I mean, you know, back in the, uh, back in the Bay Area, we had, uh, it's, it's. Yeah. I mean, the better ice cream sandwich for sure. A hundred percent. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna indulge in an ice cream sandwich, you're not gonna do a, for a fucking Klondike bar. Who cares? Unless if it really had the ability to uh, translocate me every time I took a bite, then we'd have something to talk about. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of does, right? One bite, you're fine. Next bite, you're in the bathroom. Is that you? That's you usually a bad reaction to Klondike bar. That's usually what happens when I eat a Klondike bar. I don't Never know if that's universal, it's, it's, bud. No, I feel like it pretty much is. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Klondike bars are are notorious for giving people bathroom problems. Well, let's uh, agree to disagree. Mm, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> let's go. go. You know we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh huh. You don't really wanna miss pop soccer. Stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds. Keep it so entertaining. Hey, pop saga. Nearly three years after we were bestowed with the almighty powers of the podcasting gods and in prison just as quickly for it, Pop Saga is freed from their earthly tomb, ready to unleash their unique form of comedy on the modern world. Who are we? Well, we are the Justice Pod Society of America, and it is our job to manage Pop Saga by not really getting in its way. I'm Jontum Masher. And I grow big when I eat food and it makes me gassy. And I am joined by Dr. Forrest, Lord of Watching Law and Order. <laughs> it's true. Oh, oh, I'm having a vision. Oh, it's Sam Watterson. He's winning a case. Dun dun. Perfect. <laughs> How do you enjoy your CG costume? Uh, I mean, I, I prefer it. Um, uh, I like mine rage created, rage and sadness created. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, <laughs> definitely don't want to be a, uh, a rat in that cage. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, that's right. Everybody. We're talking black Adam. We promised it last week and now we're delivering this week. We're keeping our promises and delivering to y'all. For better or worse. <laughs> or worse? <laughs> nah, nah, I, I want to be pretty definitive with my worse. Or worse. Worst. <laughs> uh, before we get started, John, I don't imagine you're having any sort of cocktail uh, this evening. <laughs> no, no, no. I am. Well, you can play the music if you'd like. Okay. Uh, I am drinking something. <laughs> Well, that sounds awfully ominous, uh, but let's talk a little bit about what kind of beverages we're enjoying this evening. Yeah, well, on my end, uh, to make up for that kidney stone, I am drinking Gator Light. It's Gatorade, 
but with Pedialyte-like ingredients in it. Rapid rehydration, orange flavored. That's it. Oh, great. <laughs> A Pedialyte <laughs> Gatorade cocktail. Yeah. Uh, it's well, that sounds very refreshing. It is scientifically formulated for rapid rehydration, and it's a specialized blend of five electrolytes. Salt, another type of salt, uh, something they put in a pool, stuff that human bodies don't really get a lot of, and calcium, which I think is actually bad for me to have with my stones. Whatever, anyway, get her like, that's me. <laughs> oh, okay, well, the, the, I mean, that is quite a suspenseful note you've left us on. Uh, I uh, do not have a specialized medical beverage. Hate to, to break it to y'all. Ooh. I know, right? Um, but up here in the frozen north, we have a little, something a little something called a severe winter storm alert. Oh, yeah. So uh, I am, uh, let's just call this one the Christmas blizzard. That's right. The Christmas blizzard uh, is a combination of two ounces of toasted coconut flavored rum, uh, a half ounce of Kentucky bourbon. Add into that four full ounces of oat-based eggnog-style beverage. And then spoon into that about a half a tablespoon of Marionberry jam. Then you shake it all in a cocktail shaker and pour it over ice, and you got yourself the, what did I call it? <laughs> the Christmas blizzard. There you go, the Christmas blizzard. Well, the weather outside is frightful, but this cocktail is, it's all right. All right, well, hey, I'm glad your cocktail has more things in it. It makes up for my lack of cocktail. That's right. <laughs> you know, I'll always be there to, I don't know, balance out the scale somehow. <laughs> yeah, now, can I ask you, did you move the pillowcase that was outside near your place in since it's so cold? Or did oh, you just did leave that, it where it is? I'm going to leave it where it is. Because, like, as we've talked about before, once it starts snowing, and there's a possibility the the area around where I'm at might get anywhere from two to eight inches of snow. Yeah. And once once you get snow over that weird pillowcase full of hopefully trash, uh, well, you're it's going to look like so little, Christmassy. Yeah, you're going to get a little Christmas sleigh action. You can ride on over it. That's right. Or it could be the bottom of a delightful snowman. So over yeah. All right. <laughs> Up. <laughs> yep, that's right. Somebody's pillow husband or wife is uh, is going to be our new winter wonderland. <laughs> uh, yep. Anyway, uh, if you're in the East Coast and you're listening to this, conserve your power because from what I've seen online, a bomb cyclone is headed your way. Seems pretty cool, right? Kind of seems like by the company they bring you Sharknado Bomb Cyclone. <laughs> nah, the only cyclone I like is really, uh, it, it's very nerdy because it's from an old anime. That's the only cyclone I want to deal with. Not an actual one. No, and certainly not the uh, the cyclone in, in tonight's topic. <laughs> oh, 
Black Adam. Yeah, well, we did this to ourselves. You know what I mean? Like we said we were gonna do it, and we are we are, we we ended up doing it. And I don't know. I don't know, man. I well, am. I'm very. I come away very confused. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna preemptively do this, uh, just because I know inadvertently we're gonna say things, and maybe you people out there want to watch it. Oh no, we're gonna spoil everything. Please go ahead. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I was gonna try, but I no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, I'm no. not gonna make any promises. So let's just spoilers, spoilers, double boilers. Oh, for sure. Cauldrons <laughs> burn and secrets bubble. Mm-hmm. They do of bubble. Course, that's and, true. In the rights and passages handed down to us by our ancestors, the spoiler which Both has the rights and the passages, and we that's will important. be safe uh, tonight. All right, get out of here, Spoiler Witch. Now crawl, you know, uh, crab walk back under the bed, please. Yeah, please. And again, we invoked it. You don't want to hear it, go watch it. It's on HBO Max if you want to. Uh, yeah, it's right there. It's right there free, for you. If you don't have HBO Max, get yourself a free trial. Check out Black Adam starring Dwayne, the rock Dwayne. <laughs> Pretty much. And some other people in it who are there. Dwayne the Brick and this movie's drowning slowly, Johnson. Oh, man. Can I just complain that this movie's over two hours? How is it over two hours? There There is a hundred minutes of a movie in here rattling around in a two hour can. I mean, at best, I think I think I could edit it to a tight ninety, and we'd get everything that you need and more right out of it. it, it this this was it kept going, and then you know, I paused because it's like, well, I gotta go get me something to drink. I paused, and I was like, shit, there's still forty minutes. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> There was a point in the middle of the movie where I refused to hit the pause button because I couldn't bear the thought of knowing how much more of the movie was left. Uh, I mean, I tell you, that was a disappointing pause for sure. For sure. Because I was just going, okay, yeah, cool. Oh, come on. This has to be over now. What more is there? (laughs) So right off the bat, right when the movie starts, you... Red flag number one just smacks you right in the face because there is uh, so much voiceover. There is so much voiceover. (laughs) They don't trust you to read into any of the imagery. So much voiceover. Oh, and it took me a minute to realize that it was like his his kid was doing the voice. But we don't know that. We don't know that yet. That's the big twist. I thought it was just like some sort of a oh, 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 robot voice for a second, like in conduct, because <laughs> my, my, one of my biggest complaints, this is like literally number two. I felt that the audio mix for this was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, it, there's some parts where they're talking and there's echo and you're like, I don't have no idea. I I couldn't <laughs> no tell. Half the time it was like, and someone was talking, and I was like, okay, let me adjust my speakers and the sound, you know, the 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 
subwoofer and all this it did not matter like the music and the the like the voice tracks were all at the same level and then i'm hearing this like robot voice narration not realizing that it was his kid later on but you're just all like here we go and i'm just like oh shit and then like you were pointing out it went on for like a few minutes i was just like yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so in in Kandak, uh there is this substance uh called vibranium or uh, vibranium. i mean yes, i yes. mean uh eternium <laughs> that i guess has like t- completely undefined powers it's just like it's powerful stuff it's whatever and you need it to be. It's the MacGuffin material, exactly. And and like they're basically ruled over by a real a-hole uh, who has literally a pentagram on his chest, so you know he must be evil. Yeah, Captain uh, Evil. He's <laughs> yeah, like, I am evil! <laughs> just the archest guy who has zero lines, so we have no idea. Like, this, this, all the stuff they do in voiceover in this part could have been... Like two quick scenes of people exchanging dialogue, and we could have gotten all of this. But they have so much information they want to get out there, and much of it is meaningless. Yeah, they're hoping you're paying attention, but for why, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They felt it was important. And then the parts where they show you stuff, you kind of go, that's what you settled on. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The. the It's just like so many confusing, I'm thinking back on it now, and so many confusing things happen in that first part. It's like this old man's mining away at what looks like something you don't even need tools for, you just kind of, because it just looks like sand or whatever. Yeah, the softest of dirt. The softest of dirt. And he finds a blue crystal, and then he's like, I'm going to keep it, my precious. And then (laughs) everyone is just like, hey, fuck you. And and then I guess he's rescued by the kid because they still turn it in. Like he's, wasn't he just like, didn't he just my precious it? No, I think he was like, oh, I found one. I'm going to get my, the king's reward. Of course. Right. The king's reward. And then this little kid is just like, hey, you asshole adults, let's stop fighting each other. And all those people like, you know what, kid? You're right. Versus like, shit, we've been toiling away in this crooked cumble uh, dirt forever and looking for these rocks. We, we want to tear each other apart. So, okay, you're fair. Well, and, a lot of, to be fair, we learn later that the people of Kandark are just waiting for a kid to, to tell them what to do. That's fair. <laughs> it that's a fair. lot. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, good on the youth of Kandark. That's for sure. Well, they're, they're the only one doing anything. That's evidence by this off. movie. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, the guy, yeah. the kid steals the... After the, <laughs> the old man, of course, gets stabbed and Zack Snyder off the edge of a cliff, the little mm-hmm. kid steals the, the rock again, and then he goes up and does the DDP... Uh, <laughs> The DDP hands. He's, he's about the diamond cutter uh, Captain exactly. Evil. <laughs> exactly. And like everybody half a mile away can somehow see this and is like, yeah, we also are doing the Diamond Dallas Page hands. It's like nothing like precedes it that would make that make sense. We've never seen that fucking hand signal before. and, uh, and But that's what we get. And of course the kid is sentenced to death. <laughs> like like you like you do for stealing the kids or the king's uh, shiny vibranium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is like this whole part 
for whatever reason, the writers thought it was a really cool idea to set up this sort of like little uh, red herring scene. Because even though they show a guy who looks like Skinny Rock, and you're like, wait, is that him? They're not showing his face. That's weird. Like, they, uh, this is all to be like, oh, that must be a kid Black Adam. And then he grows up to be the Rock. Except for one thing. Yeah. That's still the Rock's voice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right, yeah. It's not, it's a pretty, a pretty, uh, not well hidden secret. Not to mention the fact that why bother writing this dumb twist in? Because it's just, later it's treated as a humongous reveal. If you're going to give it away in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, because I'd seen the trailer, I just spent the first quarter of the movie being like, uh, so I guess that kid grows up and then, like, uh, falls in love with a woman and they have a kid. And then that kid gets killed. (laughs) Like, are they going to show that part? Maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't know why the. I mean, I know the twist exists in the like new 52 version of black Adams origin. Okay. Fine. So it's Fine. based on that. Yeah. I think they, they were, they pulled from that. Cause uh, even we'll, we'll get to them eventually, but the, the kid was Amon. Uh, uh the, no, the, it's, the, uh, the kid was, there's Harut. And then oh, there's the, is the, yes. Harut is, there's, is the rock son. Right. But then there's future kid. Uh, the, oh, right. Yes. The John Connor of this story uh, <laughs> yeah very yes Amon tabaz the right. very uh very funny <laughs> very funny reference there yeah but so he um he was like a, he was uh the cousin or something else of I- anyway like the but they pulled that off from the new 52 fine whatever but to your point you literally give it away in the first trailer. It's not even like the subsequent trailers. It's right. the first one. So it's just like, uh, does this twist, which doesn't matter to the movie, does it even matter here at this point? I think you could have saved us about 15 minutes of just trimming this back half stuff out. Right. They never show us because the, the twist exists because we're supposed to believe the rock or black Adam or, uh, Tet Adam uh, is this uh, hero, this ancient hero that's come back to save Kandark, or Kandak, Kandark, whatever it's called. And uh, this is the the twist serves as a, oh, I was never a hero. I was always an asshole. So, haha, disappointing, right? Except that no one is ever disappointed by that. <laughs> Like, the only people who are disappointed by it is the Justice Society, and they came there to kill him anyway, or at least lock him down and put him in prison forever. I mean, he was fighting, like, inner gang, like, goons. That's right. That's still appropriate PC term in 2022, but that's all he was <laughs> fighting. That's all That's all he murderated. It's so true. This movie really wants to be brave and tell an interesting, complex anti-hero story. But, like, The Rock is only really just, like, he he's really only just, like, the be- the worst superhero. 
he's killing a bunch of people, sure. And that's not good, but certainly they're all bad guys. He never kills anyone who, who doesn't deserve it. I mean, compared to the rest of the DCU, his, his body count's not too bad. He's right up there with Batman. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> like, he's not branding people and just making sure they get killed by other people in prison. Or uh, hook roping their car and making them tumble like 40 or 50 times down a road. No, yeah, well, he Into just, a gas truck. <laughs> into a gas truck. No, he's just flinging you inhumanly fast into a body of water. Um, or... Uh, throwing you so fast that your arm comes off, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. They were all, they're like all occupying jerkwads. They, they established this early. Also, again, this is definitely was written by someone who saw Black Panther, the first one, and was like, let's take, let's take most of this stuff and do it slightly differently. Because yeah, Intergang's technology is so laughably futuristic that I found it wildly uh, distracting throughout the entire movie. I was like, so, how? They have stuff that, that does this? Just flabbergasted. So that is part of Entergang's shtick, is high-tech. Like, normally what'll happen is they would get, like, weapons from Apocalypse or uh, other places. So they do use alien tech. That would have made sense if it was alien somehow, instead of just because a rock is cool. Yeah, no, the, the, the idea is yeah it's it's they have like forbidden tech that's the thing but also i've never known inner gang to have so many members they could occupy a country but that's fine <laughs> i don't need that i don't need that like i don't need that explanation anymore what i do need is yeah how much of black panther did you think this uh, the first draft of this movie was called before they finally crossed out panther and just put adam <laughs> Yeah, uh, 100%. I think that's what, at least in their minds, I think that's what the writers were, were setting up. Uh, but uh, this movie is so... There are so much part. There are so many parts of it that are so, like, insultingly dumb. <laughs> I... I... Uh, just, it, was, it was fun to watch, I guess, in that way. Yeah, I mean, I get if, look, at this point, I feel like we've been so well trained by the other DCU movies that by comparison, this feels like it's on par. I, maybe this is going to be, I was going to say some this of them? for the, uh, yes, know. maybe this is going to be controversial, but I think this might be the worst DC movie <laughs> that they have made yet. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, look, we, we'll, we'll talk it through. I don't know if I would go that far personally. Maybe it's, maybe it's better than Suicide Squad. Nah, nah, I don't think it is because <laughs> I, because I feel like, I feel like a Suicide Squad in the end just was like, you know, an almost two hour long music video and knew exactly what it was. This felt like it thought it knew what it was, but not as much. Um, and, and what I mean by that is just like, there are so many 
kind of like other movie tropes and things kind of contained within this. But, you know, my breakdown is it was just so safe that at yeah. least, you know, Suicide Squad tried. At least it was trying something. Trying something, exactly. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, like, so I'm, I mean, look, how try hard do you have to be to have what, uh, what's the name of that song? Bullet with Butterfly Wings. Oh, yeah. Right. Despite all my rage, I'm still just... Uh, okay. You know, yeah. and then the skateboarding scamp. You know oh, what I mean? God. I'm just uh, like... Let's just, let's just get back into it. Uh, so we... <laughs> the initial... So the initial intro is just setting up the fact that, like, we get the detail that, oh, yes, this evil king found the crown of Sabacc, and he's about to, like, put it on or whatever, and then Black Adam shows up and blows up the palace with his lightning powers, and that frees the citizens of Kandak. But, uh uh-oh, they still get occupied by exterior forces, thus flashing to the future, where we're following a couple of really dumb-looking drones as they twist through this this city that seems like it's big, uh, or at least medium-sized, but really... It's like Reno. Yeah. (laughs) Seemingly, from the uh, from what actually transpires in the movie, it is uh, there are two blocks that it <laughs> consists of. There's two blocks and maybe about sixty people who live there. Yep. <laughs> we see a lot of the same people for uh, for an entire uh, giant city that is uh, that has been there for so long. Yeah. Uh, but then they're like, and then. The, the city elders, they hid away the crowd so no one could ever see it again. But then, like, our, the sort of in modern day, our protagonist kind of drive right to it. Like, <laughs> it's just yeah. in a cave. They know where it is. They have a ton of history on it. And then, you know, on the other side of things, like uh, Task Force X and them apparently have a bunch of knowledge on this and hidden text on it as well it's like every this is like the worst kept secret ever oh yeah yeah and it's like they get to it there's no like cool there's not a bunch of cool traps or a bunch of things they have to solve she goes through she and her cohorts go through this this cave and are are just there and the big thing the big thing that is sort of keeping the crown of sabacc from the hands of would-be grave robbers is that it's floating over a, a chasm in between two sculptures, which one can easily jump on <laughs> and grab it by jumping to the other one, which we see, uh, which we see this this uh, adventurer do uh, not too much later. After reading a bunch, he can read the the writing on the wall, so we know that she's studied in the these the, the myth of whatever they're going to get. Yeah, it was the probably the most disappointing Indiana Jones like thing yet. If you're gonna yeah. go through kind of this whole thing, but it just it'd be like me going like, Man, I wonder where Kmart is and I'm gonna get up, oh, it's just right over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep, yeah. Or that's like, oh, this really rare uh, action figure. Where will I be able to oh, they said Target. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. And nice. I'm already at Target. Oh, okay. Oh, it's right over here. Ten feet? Cool. Just go to my left. Oh, it's right there. I should have just looked to my left. Apologies. Uh, yeah, no. No, 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 no. 
Yeah, and, and somehow Intergang gets the drop on them. Yeah. I mean, look, other than the fact that we already saw this actor in the beginning of the flashback, and then we see future version of him. <laughs> yeah, it's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> they really spent a lot of time being like, is he bad or isn't he bad? <laughs> I, I mean, when I saw him, I was like, yeah, no, he, he, yeah, he's bad. Hey, there's the king. What is he doing here? <laughs> he's the king captain, you know, captain evil right over there. He's the king. What's he doing in there? Don't trust him. Don't you know yeah. that? <laughs> and of course, Intergang's got guns. So they basically are able to take control of the situation and, and get the crown. Uh, but then, so they, they, they're like holding the, the main character hostage. Uh, this is, uh, Adriana and, uh, they just let her read a book. <laughs> she just starts reading stuff below her and no one even questions her until she is almost done. Yeah. I mean, damn, she just had to say the final word at the book. It's almost like reciting a whole Jethro Tull song. That's how long she was talking. No one even bats an eye, and that's their big mistake. Because here's Black Adam, or Tet Adam, as he's called, for most of the movie. Again, another big thing that we, a payoff for us as the audience, is that at the end, he gets his, his comic accurate name, I guess. No one actually ever says it in the movie. <laughs> It just it just appears in a cool credits right at the end, but uh, I mean he is Ted Adam in the comic books. But, that, that's know, of course it's true. It's of true. That's so, true. So but, you know, I'm just I saying it's it. not a big payoff. No, not in not in that and how many other ham fisted ways they tried to uh, not get his name across, but try to make him cool with the moniker. So yeah, well he is referred to in the movie as Ted Adam. Uh, as uh, the man in black, uh, and also the champion, yeah. So, the people's I mean, champion, one might say, the people um, can tag, yeah. And that's a that's a cool belt, I'm sure. I mean, a cool honor, um, <laughs> yeah, for, sure, for being uh, super powered, whatever. But yeah, she 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 goes, Shazam, yep. And Not there he like and that, there but... he is, and he's he's gonna commence with the PG thirteen killing. I mean, to be fair, uh, he was killing. Uh, he the did most some bloodless deaths you've ever seen, but so many of them. Yeah, I mean, he did Mortal Kombat. Somebody, that first guy just grabs him and just like fries him until he turns to a skeleton and breaks his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, was a like, little bit like it was definitely like the uh, the fatalities you saw on the DC Injustice game, right? Not as brutal as Mortal Kombat, but still eh, not bad. Yeah, I was gonna go like maybe Mortal Kombat, like the very first one, when like Raiden would shock somebody and just turn to a smoky like spirit Halloween skeleton. <laughs> but yeah, so slightly. Slightly better than, like I said, he throws a guy and ripped the dude's arm off and he was holding on to it. And, it, and then he was moving very flat, fast. I actually thought the, the, the fight scene here, I didn't mind it. My one complaint, and maybe they just save it for the flash, 
Because I just kind of wish his lightning was ye- uh, like yellow or gold. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, <laughs> we get the reason why it's blue later. Uh, did we? Because uh, I stopped paying attention at a certain point. <laughs> we get the reason why it's blue. It's purely a contrast. Uh, uh, I believe it is purely a contrast consideration. Uh, but yeah, Boo. I mean, th- this whole <laughs> thing was fine. I mean, it's not, it starts off interesting. It definitely halfway through seems like somebody watched, uh, the X, the days of future past or one of those X-Men movies with Quicksilver in it. Yeah. And we're like, let's do that. Can we do that? We could do that. Right. And we can uh, do that a few times, right? Okay. We're going to do that a few times. A couple times. <laughs> we have a few times uh, in the budget. <laughs> do we please? Uh, but yeah, he basically just kills everybody and is only felled by an Eternium rocket. Again, at this point, after he actually gets hurt by the Eternium, I thought for sure that it was going to be a thing in the movie. Spoiler alert, it is definitely not. (laughs) It is not a going concern. It seems like they're going to have a big thing where Black Adam's going to be almost taken out by what seems to be acting like his kryptonite, to be perfectly honest, but they never address it again. <laughs> yeah, it only comes up, but not even in ways that also continue to hurt him, but more well, annoy and him. Is, the, is he even hurt? Like, it almost looks like he just took a nap, because when he wakes up, he just lightnings the thing <laughs> closed. He's, he's fine. He's not really hurt at all. Well, I mean, there's that one thing where he punches it for some dumb reason, uh, the the crown. And instead of it, like, you know, I was expecting it to break his skin or something. No, no, it just kind of repelled him. Yeah, like and he it, just kind of is like, uh-oh, watch out. Okay. That was a little weird. <laughs> I don't appreciate it, but it's okay. Don't really like it. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. And then, and I don't... It, we don't have to. I don't think we would have to go through the movie in this granular of detail, but nah, then a bunch of dumb shit happens. Yeah, but you didn't even point the point out and part of that whole fight scene when he's throwing helicopters and shit is the instrumental version of Paint It Black. Oh no! Yeah, to I, then I just go go right into the actual Paint It Black in case you weren't clear enough to pick it up from the instrumental part. And it, like when the instrumental came on, I rolled my eyes. And oh, then yeah. with the real a transition to the real one, my eyes rolled out of my head, and I still haven't been <laughs> able to find them. <laughs> you ain't wrong. I'm surprised you didn't hear a sonic boom from my house when that came <laughs> on. It's like, bam, 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 bam. And you're like, oh, uh, really? Oh, my God. A, a needle drop. Oh, God. Please, Lord, let this not be the case. Oh, it, it's that, and that is a definitely current DCU thing. And it's like used everywhere. I, I feel like I've everywhere. I've heard it like on fifteen different things, thirteen different versions, and I'm just like, I don't care. Stop it. I mean, I <laughs> like doing to, it too many times. Yeah, I like it, but at a certain point, I mean, I don't like it in these movie contexts. I just like the song generally. But it's not like I go out of my way to listen to it every week either. But in this instance, it's just like, please, you. I'm sure you have this huge Warner Music catalog that you could go through, that you could find other needle drops that would be different, sure. but probably more fitting. Something. 
something. You, you're gonna go through like the. I feel like I've also heard like an orchestral version of "Painted Black" on something else as well. I, uh, I'm sure we heard it on one of Zack Snyder things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm, I mean, it's everywhere. I'm sure it was in Suicide Squad. Uh, I'm uh, undoubtedly. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of stupid shit happens, you're right. And one of the most stupidest damn things that happened in the whole thing is Henry Winkler. What a not used for a cameo that was. <laughs> it felt like they were like somebody again, so much of this movie feels like somebody watched a bunch of Marvel movies and were just like and DC movies and were just like, let's just do all of them. What a what here's my pitch. Why don't we just do all of them? Because it definitely felt like having uh, Larry Fishborn in Ant Man, but it, like they're like, we need someone. <laughs> we need a cool cameo too. At least he had more than a, a, a line on a cell phone. I yeah, mean, like, it definitely was filmed. I feel like on uh, over Facetime. He's like, okay, I'll do it. Hey, I'm you know I'm Henry. I'll, I'll do this real quick. Okay. What am I talking about? I don't care. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm nation sweetheart, Henry Winkler. I don't care. And he takes off and then yeah. they make this whole thing about how like the suit he gives Adam smashers like vintage or old that fucking suit looks like it's brand damn new. Like yeah, it has cool neon lights in it and stuff. Yeah. Where's like the old timey suit? You know what I mean? Burlap sack that just somehow grows over this kid's head. I don't know, but I was so mad at seeing this. I was like, oh, I expect more from this, but that was it. Well, I mean, also, do you think it was like this was part of the reshoots where they watched the cut of the movie and they're like, wow, Adam Smasher is so dumb. We need like some sort of. We need some sort of audience explanation as to why he is so incompetent. And so then they put in that, they filmed that scene with Henry Winkler as his, uh, as Uncle Al, the original Atom Smasher. And then they could also then put that scene in later. They ADR'd that scene in where he's like, this suit doesn't have good peripheral vision. Because <laughs> it's yeah. old, remember? It's vintage. I'm going to make a not-so-hot take for those who have seen the movie and probably agree with us. Uh, you could have cut Adam Smasher and Cyclone out of this movie, and you would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> How about the part where they're on Hawkman's cool jet? Uh, it was great. <laughs> also, great to see the X-Men finally introduced <laughs> back into the movies. Uh, I, mean, I mean, look, I'm happy for my boy Hawkman being super rich. Absolutely. With the the super home in Louisiana that I don't know where that would be kept. Um, but a beautiful home uh, and all this stuff. And the fact that he has his nth metal ship, just another like weird nod to mm -hmm. uh, Black Panther to me at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like even with the clothes styling when he's not dressed as Hawkman, but for some strange reason, they just did not go to the same design school. So we're like Wakanda and Black Panther, they learned how to make things look cool and function well. This Hawkman went to DeVry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, he's got a cool jet where the head can become a smaller jet. For, for whatever reason. For Just whatever reason. For well, one specific reason, I guess, to go underwater for that one purpose. But other than yep. that, not needed. 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a cool ship. Yeah, because it's, it's a fine ship. But, like, so there's that part on the ship where Cyclone is just like, all, oh, and by the way, when I was a kid, I was uh, kidnapped by an evil scientist and pumped through full of nanobots. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, let's not, we don't have to explain my origins or T.O. Morrow or any of that because I'm related to Red Cyclone. Yep. Or whatever. Ignore that shit. I would have. I would have ignored both of them, and I would have gotten about, I don't know, a good four minutes of the movie back. <laughs> yeah, the, their inclusion is weird. Uh, Pierce Brosnan is, is acting in a different movie in this movie as uh, his, his role of Dr. Fate. He is in a much better movie. Can't wait to see that one where they cut all the <laughs> clips out and put it into this movie. I mean, well, I I expect nothing less. He's always been one of my favorite actors since Remington Steel, growing up with with him, and he was a treat in this movie. I will flat out say it, but that's yes. not saying much. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, that's not saying a ton, and we're all talking about the uh, Justice Society, which is called in by Amanda Waller in a for weird sort of for exactly for some reason. Just a bunch of like weird connections to the greater DC universe, almost put in there as like a failsafe. Like, well, you have to talk about us now because <laughs> like, we we have like forcibly connected ourselves to the, all these different uh, corners of what was the established DC universe at the time, and uh, they she has sent them, I guess, based on this one encounter with Intergang, granted. Where Black Adam is like obviously powerful, she's like, "Well, you got to go in there and arrest him and put him away forever." <laughs> Listen, gonna... we we know we have the texts, and we know he's 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 a bad time. So you didn't want to bother to take the text that probably told you where this crown was and where his tomb was, <laughs> right. and encase it in an unobtainium nth metal fortress where no one can break in or, or just move the nah. crown or shoot that shit into space nah, it's or, fine. <laughs> you fine. know where, where no one knows what captain evil is or what a pentagram is no nah. instead it's just leave it there because it's fine because us as task force x we're being treated like we're the shield of the dc universe and if that's the case then somebody fucked up because that is no one thing <laughs> no, Amanda Waller is not this. She does not serve the Nick Fury role in DC. But look at how they're treat. I mean, look at how they're treating it. Like, why is the Justice Society? I mean, you had to create the Justice Society in this world, and you had no way to quickly explain that they've been around since forever or whatever. Right, right. So they're just like, oh yeah, no, they do used to do stuff before, but now here's the new team. And we've got Cyclone, <laughs> and she's super smart for one one scene later. And Adam Smasher, who's dumb as a rock. Picture if it was, I don't know, like Wildcat. <laughs> just running around trying to box Black Adam. Just, <laughs> just, an, old, just an old man. Yeah. Just like, uh, come over here, Black Adam. We're going to get into a boxing match. <laughs> and he's just, he's just like a stain on the ground. They could have got Sylvester Stallone. Oh my God, that would have been incredible. Right? I mean, that would have been cool. 
Yeah. And just, you know, he's just trying to box and he's just teaching. And then you can give us one of the kids. So then that way it's like you're learning the ropes instead of just like these two kids who the whole through the whole movie, they're like, we don't really know what you're going to do, but you're just going to grow big at some point. So we need you here for that. And you're going to throw colorful dirt and, and pipes at him because that will work. Yeah, like we just spent maybe what felt like 15 minutes watching an action scene where people just shot him endlessly to no effect, and pipes are going to do the trick? Yeah. Those pipes yeah. get a lot of play, by the way. <laughs> a lot. Not only, not only are they used as a sort of prison somehow, to and then somehow traps kind of momentarily Black Adam. Uh, <laughs> he was more like, really? Yeah. <laughs> More shocked by that this was their best their best shot. It's like, oh, uh, weirded out. Maybe these yeah, guys this is weird. Yeah. Why are all these gold helmeted guys hugging me? Yeah. Maybe it's the uh those pipes are like the Andor props. They were gonna get their use out of them in this movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They they were <laughs> they needed to really they needed to save budget somehow. It's like very so seventeen fifty. <laughs> Gotta use them. <laughs> Come on, man. We, of course we gotta use them. Come then, on, Rock. And, and you know my dad's a plumber. Because <laughs> it's this very same pipe that gets shoved through holographic Hawkman uh, in another great fake out. But it's, it's basically like when the, when the Justice Society shows up, uh, Hawkman is like, we're here to bring peace to Kandak. Uh, and we'll use force if necessary. <laughs> Just funniest sort of uh kind of contradict contradictory statement uh and immediately people are like boo <laughs> it's of course they are what the fuck is happening because then they just start fighting for no reason and that just continues on for like 45 minutes just yeah. like having misunderstandings and fighting and then hawkman saying what has to be 30 times Stop killing people. I told you not to kill people. Yep. Just like that, too. The line delivery every time, folks, was exactly <laughs> that way. Come on. Stop killing people. They made him I, such an obnoxious character. It was what a terrible waste of talent. Yeah, you know, the actor is very good, but. Yeah. It just. It. Like I said earlier, it just felt like everything in this had no like real stakes. Like there, there, there was no pull between both where we could see both of these characters, you know, black Adam who has no qualms killing people and Hawkman who has major qualms killing people be put in a position where their, their, their moral boundaries would be pushed where they could do it. We kind of see it with black Adam when he's, he, saves Andreata in the very beginning, you know, like there's some rocks that are going to fall on her head and he lightnings those away, but we never see like that real dichotomy that puts them in these weird positions. So it just was just really, I don't want to say it was used for comedic effect for me, but it definitely had like no, no impact other than it was just annoying. Yeah. It, was just it like, wasn't. You never felt like Rock, the Rock's Black Adam is a villain ever once in this movie. None. Certainly not like he is in the comics. Oh, uh, no, no, no. That that Black Adam would have murdered this Black Adam. Yeah, because he never really is bad. And what's weird, though, 
is even though he does do a lot of killing, uh, it never phases Adriana because she is, of course, like, as you mentioned, she was saved that one time by him. And she basically uses that to justify his entire behavior or anything bad about him. He's like, she's like, well, you rescued me and you didn't have to, so we know you're really good. But it's like he's never shown to be actually bad, aside from killing all the bad guys. Yeah, sorry to get deep here. He killed colonizers. So right. the people of that land were like, we don't care. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is actually what we wanted. Want. Yeah, thank you. So, like, yeah, of course, him... You know, throwing people or you know dropping people or whatever it, it, it's not going to phase anyone like that's that's kind of like the thing it's like really no one learns any lessons because there's no lessons to learn there's literally than, no arc he is like he is he does things his way he is a good guy ostensibly at least to the people of kandak and then at the end he agrees to kind of kill less people i guess <laughs> Maybe He's already done, you know, but, uh, he also masters sarcasm. Oh, is so ad good. Adept at understanding this world after just a few, you know, a few hours in it. Here's my question to you. Yeah. Shoot. How can Adriana still like him when he destroys her apartment utterly for no reason? He keeps um, Kool-Aid manning through all the walls in her apartment for no reason. To the point in the movie where they're like, they make a joke out of it, but he never explains why he's doing this. He keeps just going through the wall. They had, We saw doors in ancient Kandak. He, we know he knows what they are. He acknowledged that they had doors back then. No, he's just being a jerk. Her apartment is ruined. Of course, it was already ruined because her kid burrowed a, a hole from his room to the floor below. How does that work? Yeah, I don't know. I was hoping that you'd tell me because I was like, they <laughs> seem like they're a couple floors up. It's not. If she owns, floor. she's going to be so much in so much trouble with the HOA. Yeah, you think <laughs> they're coming discover, after her? Yeah. Hey, what is this tunnel under this fake dresser and why? Oh, and it's painted the incorrect color. So for sure you're going to need the oh, painted yeah. a mauve if you don't. And the insurance is not covering that. You did it yourself. You tunneled yeah. through there like Andy Dufresne. What <laughs> what the fuck happened? I don't uh, know. I here's don't the thing know. too. Uh, they talk about, again, they're desperately trying to connect themselves with a larger DC universe to make sure that this movie becomes like a, a key sort of a keystone in mm -hmm. the, uh, in, in the overall structure. And so the kid names off like all the heavy hitters from <laughs> DC, uh, name checks them all. They're all yeah. over the place. It is on posters in his room. He never once mentions Shazam. Nah, he doesn't even got a poster for Shazam. But wouldn't you be like, wait a minute, you're like almost exactly like this guy. <laughs> Same <laughs> suit and everything. We know Shazam is established in this world. What the fuck? Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. It was, it was just more like, uh, this is more like The Rock just getting his chance to beat up Superman posters and, and keep like. Yeah, that was a very funny part. Oh, so funny when he zapped exactly on Superman. 
Oh, foreshadowing, John? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, maybe. It it was this weird, like, dick measuring contest. contest, Well, look, if this movie's anything to go by, no one's got a bigger one than The Rock. Because this was... Watching him fight in this movie was like when you were a kid and you would go over to your friend's house and you'd play G.I. Joe's and your friend would keep changing the rules so he would win all the time. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. oh yeah? Well, no, Snake Eyes has got a shield uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and bullets can't go through it. and uh, he's But it also bounces the bullets back to whoever shoots it and that means your guy is dead. <laughs> yeah, your guy died three times. Uh, Snake Eyes went back in time and killed your guy when he was a baby, so he doesn't exist. He just tossed him. (laughs) Exactly. Black Adam, he, like, again, this really, I don't even know if the whole thing about the the Rock having a clause in his contract that he can't lose is true, but this movie really makes it feel like it's true because he loses a total of two times in this movie. One, when an, another skinnier guy is playing him and his head is poorly superimposed onto his body. Yeah, and then, guy. And then two, he lose, quote unquote loses because he accidentally hurts a, the kid while saving him. Uh, and he gives up. He just gives himself in to be captured. <laughs> so he, he, he technically doesn't lose because he was like all right i'll stop being the best all right take me into your underwater prison he took the high road <laughs> i guess <laughs> no he's just like all right never mind well you can't beat me so i guess i'll just give up yeah 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 no no it's just like picture um picture a, a future which we know won't happen now a two hour long movie of superman and black adam fighting because that's all it would be, and it would end in a a, a draw. Yeah, they'd both oh. shake hands, and then Henry Cavill would be like, yeah, but you're the better one. You taught me so much while fighting all across this globe. I've learned Thank so you. much from you, uh, Black Adam, you are referred to as now, I guess. Yeah, walk in the light, Black Adam. It's good seeing you. <laughs> Do-do-do-do. Yeah, I, I, no risk, nothing, and then what is the third act bad guy? I, right. I mean, I know he exists in the the DC world, but why is he even in this movie? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, like they keep they call it. They don't even try to hide it because it's the crown of Sabak. And when Sabak comes back, uh, it's just like, wait a minute, this is just the literal DC devil? The DC, the literal devil is here? Yeah, here's Satan man. (laughs) It's just like, he's got a big pentagram on his chest. And he's a big red devil guy who can summon zombies, I guess? Once he showed up, the stakes were so confusing. Like... He, they kept trying to keep him from sitting on his old throne, but I couldn't understand why. And then he did, and a sky butthole opened up. And, and just some zombie skeletons popped up. And some zombie skeletons popped up. I don't, uh, and, and then the 60 people of Kandak fought them just fine. 
Oh no, all they needed was a little pep talk from a kid who, um, let me just tell you, there was a very, earlier in the movie, there's a very touching scene where mm. uh, Smasher and Cyclone present the kid what looks like a, a commemorative Justice Society towel that they have tied a knot on one end, and they give it to him like they're giving him Superman's actual cape, the reverence at which they give him this towel that has been made into a makeshift cape. And they're like, here you go, kid. And he tries it on in the mirror. Very touching, sweet scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, do you think he's going to take that off when literal skeleton zombies start attacking his home? Hell no. This kid yeah. is going to wear a cape the cape of honor. Yeah. for the rest of the fucking movie. I would, too. Two D-list superheroes just gave me my first cape. I'm doing it. I'm fighting crime. It's like... I was like, what the fuck? He still has it on? Look at this little dork. <laughs> I mean, it's not murder when they already did. And might as well be dressed very well while you're doing it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, so, like, they were explained later in the worst twist of all time when, because there's a scene in the, where they go into Snyder slow motion where Black Adam's trying to rescue the kid from the evil inner gang guy, and the guy, the inner gang guy, turns off the force field <laughs> for no reason, seemingly at the time, and that allows the rock to turn him into a crispy critter. Uh, and then they, they, when that happened, I was like, what the hell is happening? Like, literally. And of course, they explained it not too long later, where they're like, the crown was upside down. <laughs> you read the things in reverse, but that's not how it would read in reverse if it was upside down, don't you see? No, it would be unintelligible until you <laughs> exactly. turned in the direction. <laughs> because the stupid twist is she was reading it upside down and it's like, oh, wait a minute. This I thought it said uh, life, the only way for life is to, to live is to die. Uh, just kidding, it was upside down. It actually says the only way to, to die is to live or whatever. I think I got that backwards. But still, it's revealed that the bad guy wanted Black Adam to roast him so he could turn into the devil. It's just like, is is that really what the, the twist is? Okay, he wanted to turn into Captain Evil, Devil Man. I mean, shit. He turns into this evil, like, I mean, like you said, literally sh- Satan. By the way, they show him in hell. <laughs> yeah, where in, he goes to hell, where a bunch of hell sorcerers create their own. No, that's <laughs> fucking Satan and Beelzebub and like all these you know, desidents of hell are the yes, ones giving yes. them his powers. I wouldn't have done that because one looks kind of like a snake dude and the other just looks like a dude in a robe. Mm-hmm. And for some strange reason, it's raining upside down and yeah. lava is flowing weird. So, you know, it's it's really it's dark like really here. Hell here. You know, and then, yeah, when he comes up, I'm just like, wow, it is just the devil. It's like a it's real buff devil, devil, but it's just the devil. And I, and I remember like, Sabak from the who's who when it was just a dude in green clothes and a bald head. So, 
yeah. definitely got an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the comics, he is he is a devil with the upside down pentagram on him these days. Yeah. So they're at least be they're at least honoring that. He's not just a bald green guy. Uh lately, but still. Still. It's just this, like the Z-level villain shows up and it's like, okay, who's worse than who's going to be worse than this anti-hero? Well, there's only one person worse than this anti-hero. It's the devil. Yeah, we got to make one one per it's got to be so bad that you'll know the rock. I mean, Black Adam is right. And let's just <laughs> make the devil. To be fair, it's very comic like you said, very comic accurate to how he looks now. But even that is a little too literal. Uh, in Discord, I sent you a picture of Sabak. I see. Yes. <laughs> Occupation would be world conqueror. Well, there you go. Marital status, single. <laughs> what a I wonder why. <laughs> what a weird. What a weird. Uh, what a weird personal data section of a comic book. Uh, yeah, and it's just like he has flame powers at first, and then later he has lightning flame powers, and of course they are kind of a gold color, and you're like, ah, that's why that is why they had uh, uh that's why they had Black Adam's lightning be blue. Now, can I just tell you, I would have reversed that. Yeah, why not? Like blue fire is super cool looking. Yeah, and this way Black Adam has his thing, and then if Shazam has it, it could still get tied in. Because I don't remember what color Shazam's lightning is in the in the it's movie. It's gold. So then, and they're both bestowed by the same. Yep, it doesn't make sense. Also, uh, John, is it uh, comics accurate that you could just say <laughs> that you could just give your Shazam powers to anyone at any uh, time for any well, reason? Well, it depends. So, like, Billy Baston has, like, bestowed the power of uh, Shazam to others. Kind of like, that's how come, like, you have the Marvel family to a degree. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's because at the time, I want to say, he was, like, the head of the, the Rock of Eternity. He is, like, the wizard because the wizard no longer exists. So, he had all that power, too, so he could bestow it. Kind of like how Thor did in Thor, Love, and Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, it, uh, sure, sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're sure. like, uh, hey, hey, kid who's not the rock, you could have, uh, you, 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 we're going to give you these powers because you're super important. What you're doing is right. And then all of a sudden, oh, your dad stole it. Eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. they don't, those sorcerers apparently don't care. It's uh, not, it's not I guess bad. that's why they ended up locking him away. They're like, hey, wait a minute. I mean, fair enough, but at the time they didn't go. Whoa, no, no, no! You know, you can't trade those in. Yeah, his son bestows upon him the power of uh, uh, of the champion uh, as he lays dying. He's fine. The son immediately gets hit by an arrow Arrow. from off screen. An arrow from inside. They're inside a building, and somehow an arrow hits them from a place that looked like it was on a rooftop away from them. I maybe they have too big a bay windows, and that's why the rock kept just smashing through the walls at that point because <laughs> he's afraid of arrows coming in or something. I don't know. Maybe I mean uh, that's when they show how he got his like because he has like a time appropriate outfit before that happens, but once which, that happens, he like bursts through the ceiling 
and his sadness and rage gives him his black suit. Now, hear me out. When have that time appropriate one been good for him all the way up? Like, that I think cool. he should have had that for almost all of the movie. And then when he had the call down, like Shazam after he was in the water prison or whatever, you know, maybe the, the wizards and them like say, you need this to fight some black. If and he then, had literally know, made the character arc where he was actually bad and turned into a good guy, that would have been incredible. And it, uh, it could have transitioned it, but instead, yeah, he just... Finally, though, we have to admit, his costume does get slightly better at the end with yep. with the gold accents like we mm-hmm. were talking about. So does look a lot better at the end because at the end when he says, says Shazam, it's because he, wa- he cares about people and not he's not full of revenge. See? That's why he has a better suit. Again, <laughs> makes no sense. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, throughout this whole thing, Dr. Fate has been having visions of the future where he, the world's <laughs> the on fire. Yeah, and and you know, I guess he doesn't say it at first. He he, he convinced Hawkman that he dies, to which Hawkman's like, "All right, cool." Uh, and then he's like, "No, just kidding. It was me. I found a way to stop it. I die instead." And uh, so Pierce Brosnan, who would only who would not sign a contract for multiple movies, probably was neither. I felt like he wanted to buy a new summer home, maybe or something. He's just like, I'll do this. I'll do this film. I don't really have a Pierce Bronson, but uh, yeah. A Brosnan. A Brosnan. Bronson. Bronson. Hey. I wish it's I was me, Dr. Fate. <laughs> you wish you met your doctor. I'm going to give you a prescription. <laughs> it's yeah. easy. What? I, uh, I okay, let's. let's Let's compare it real quick. We've now had both mystical doctors in movie form. Yeah. Well, what 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 do we think? What do we uh, think? I mean, I think this doesn't this isn't any version of Doctor Fate that I recognize. Uh, I think it's a pretty. I think he does an okay job, but Doctor Fate always really seemed weird and aloof to me in a way that just doesn't come across here. And he seems super powerful in the comics. And he's just like, here he, he's pretty powerful. I think the expression, when I saw the expression of magic, my first, the first thing I said to my wife was, man, it sucks that Dr. Strange came out first. They really took all the good stuff. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't Cause wrong. it's just triangles. <laughs> I'm going to kill you with geometry. Yep, yeah. He's got, yeah. Doesn't look very good. Uh, Even, I like the color blocking on his outfit, and I like when he drops a big onk on uh, on Black Adam. That was yeah, cool. it was very injustice like. Yeah, it's like, I'm gonna hit you with an onk. Yeah, uh, I thought the multiple Doctor Fates. I thought actually that scene when he's fighting Sabak. Yep, um, wasn't too bad in terms of just like constantly the 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 mirror versions of him or whatever attacking things like that mm-hmm. um, but yeah i mean i'm gonna agree with you i i i love dr fate but it really does suck that dr strange came out first um, <laughs> it seems like it, you could tell you could see them trying to stay off of marvel's radar 
during the the effects of that those parts. Yeah. And even when, you know, he made a bunch of copies of himself, that was you know, that that also happened, you know, to Doctor Strange also has done that pretty well too. Yeah, I mean, so the big thing here, right? The big thing is that you you call it out correctly. Doctor Fate in the comic book, he don't need Hawkman, Adam yeah. Smasher, and Cyclone. He doesn't need those people with him. Uh, he, he's one of the most powerful people in the DC universe. So, uh, the the kind of make him like not so much Doctor Fate, more like Doctor. That's life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor. Doctor Green Lantern. I mean, they're it, like uh, it, it, honestly, it probably would have been better if they would have just put Green Lantern in there. Hell uh, yeah, hell, why not? Uh, At this point, it, it would have been pretty much the same thing. It, I mean, it is the. I mean, pretty much it was just geometric shapes and uh, of a, a various color, and you could have done that all with Alan Scott Green Lantern because why not? And then that would have been a deeper pull than. Let's take Dr. Fate, but he ain't going to last through this whole film. And also the fact that, like, it was almost like Pierce Bronson's like, I refuse to wear even this fake CG helmet. <laughs> he, never, he never had it on. He just <laughs> always took it off. It's like, wait, isn't that where the power is? I guess not. <laughs> He'd put it on and be like, Whoop, right back off. <laughs> yep. one arm he whipped the it arm. off at every single opportunity. Yeah, and that's just when he wasn't sitting down getting the summer, you know, like the southern summer heat or something that he was dealing with <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know. He's, he's still my favorite part of this movie, but that's not saying much. <laughs> yeah, I think you. That's that's fair to say. I mean, he definitely, like I said before, he's acting in another movie. He he gives. Uh, each scene he's in the amount of a, like the proper amount of motion and emotion and gravitas even when he's doing nonsensical stuff like <laughs> they just put Black Adam in prison and then Dr. Fate's like I'm gonna break you out don't you give up you're the real hero <laughs> he just spent the entire movie being like this man must be stopped put him in prison <laughs> I've had to change your heart how about <laughs> this is okay uh, there's two scenes where my wife was just losing her mind watching this movie with me one uh the rock kept going and looking at his what seemed like his own statue until it's revealed that it's his son's statue uh mm-hmm. she's like why does he keep looking at himself and then, uh, then the scene at the the end here, where Black Adam, where Pierce Brosnan, uh, aka Doctor Fate, does his little hex and breaks him out of his prison, and then he refuses. He doesn't take his little breathing tube out until he swims all the way to the surface to say Shazam. He couldn't have done that in the fucking place that he got broken out of. I'm with you, and. In- in fact, that's what I thought they were going for because I thought maybe he'd go like, Shazam! And then he would have released those other people who were in that prison. So then you had a bunch more bad guys you had no idea out in the world. Yeah, that right? would have been like, pretty cool. That would have been pretty cool. You're trying to set up this whole future thing or whatever, but instead, uh, no. He's just like, let me, let me 
get to this let me get to this water and then the rock's like we saw skinny me be beat once but we can't have that stand skinny me has to find his inner strength and beat all these guards without powers and then almost make it to the surface yeah skinny me needs to john wick these people (laughs) to get through yeah 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 it really does make me believe the clause is correct yeah, yeah. Cause then, uh, like, and then it's all downhill from there. He gets his new costume. He goes, cause you know, of course, the Justice Society is losing to Sabak, and they were unable to get him. I guess stop him from sitting on the front throne, which is what they didn't want him to do. And uh, he comes back, and he's, <laughs> he's he's learned his lesson. He's like, well, you said I couldn't kill anybody. And Hogbart's like, but you could kill this one guy. <laughs> he's the devil. He's, it's okay. He's the literal devil. The devil if there's one person you see walking down the street, it's okay to murk. It's definitely the, devil. the, the real deal devil. <laughs> and so he does. He rips him in half. And because it's PG-13, he's got fire inside. But he does grab him by both horns and rip him asunder. Yeah, he bifurcates him. <laughs> yeah, now it, there's two half sabacks. There's Sab and Ack hanging yeah. out. Just flipping floppy like beef jerky. Yep. And I guess uh I guess the helmet, which in this version of the story has its own consciousness, uh is also cool with Hawkman using it as long as he doesn't put it on. Yeah. You know, again, movie, so I can't sit there and be like, that's not normally how it works, but cool. Sure. Yeah, Nor- well, Hawkman doesn't normally have a uh, a rotary. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Hawkman was smart. Rotary mace. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's how we know it could go against Black Adam, because it, it spins around. It's uh, so small, too. <laughs> Everything about his costume was so terrible. Yeah, they, it was They did. They really uh, did a disservice to Hawkman. And I don't like the liquid barrel helmet. I have a big problem with that. Like, at this point, just own it. That thing should sound heavier than shit or lighter than air or whatever. It doesn't matter to me, but... The fact that it just like forms out of nowhere, these giant wings. Yeah, also, it, if it could really form out of nowhere, then why does it have a little pedestal? <laughs> he keeps it in his house. Maybe that's like his wireless charging dock. Oh, yeah, he's got to charge up all those nanobots. <laughs> yeah, if you look on the side, it says Belkin. <laughs> it says Stark Tech. What? What? <laughs> Still Hammer Core. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, I'm going to tell you, he led with the mace, but I probably would have led with that giant double-bladed axe. I think I would have. Yeah. Once that popped out, I was like, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> is, is, is that, like, stun to kill? Is that your setting right there? <laughs> like, I'm going to stun you with this mace, dude. I'm going to kill you with this big-ass axe. Also, uh, how proud was the creative t- or was the writing team with the fact that they had a jet where people could just drop out of the front like they, they kept doing that gag over and over and over again it's the, it's the andor effect they paid for that door <laughs> they gotta get it yeah that whole yeah. set is not inexpensive and it's got a trap door that goes to a blue screen with a mat underneath and they gotta use it 
I don't know, probably as proud as whoever thought of putting power by you know who in it. Just because <laughs> it has the word power in it. Yeah. Just, just like, like despite all my rage, or just like bullet with butterfly wings, which has despite all my rage in it. Oh, I get it. Painted black, painted black, and he's wearing black. Oh, oh my god, it's, it's symbolism is so deep. I see a rich yum 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 yeah yeah. Uh, yep. How about <laughs> I walk the line? By, a funny, <laughs> by the man in black himself. Damn it. Why not? At that point, that would have been like, yeah, hey, all right. Especially when he's dropping people, they could have given us an instrumental version of it. And then, oh, totally. Yeah. That would have been but, great. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yep. And he's basically like, all right, well, get out of Kandak. And they're like, all right, you can stay here, but if you leave, oh, <laughs> you're going to get it. And then we get a quote-unquote great credit scene where Amanda Waller is just like, hey, well, you've got me this time. Classic Amanda Waller, always very forgiving. But <laughs> she's like, I've got other people who could really take you down, and I guess I didn't send it in the first place? If she could call <laughs> Superman, what the fuck was the Justice Society even doing there? Yeah, where was that like putting your finger in boiling water? To see if it's hot <laughs> enough yet. Was it was that what the test is yeah. canary in the coal mine? I don't Call know. Call it Superman. Yeah. By the way, whoops, we lost Doctor Fate. <laughs> Maybe we should have sent in Superman. Uh cause Superman, I guess, will just show up for Amanda Waller, which just boggles Ma- my mind. Yeah, makes you question some things. Because she is definitely not Amanda Waller's friend in any other uh media. Uh and uh, he shows up and he's like, hey, you're super powerful and cool. We should talk. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just The Rock doing. He didn't the, even give us his elbow, but his eyebrow, I mean, but he just kind of was like. The goofiest grin you've ever seen. Why didn't he say anything? <laughs> he's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez! Oh jeez! Oh, I'm such a I'm such a little rascal. I can't wait to fight you. Oh, we're gonna fight. the hierarchy of power has been upended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Indeed. Uh, yep. And then the movie is thankfully over. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, how'd you feel about this movie, John? Oh, man. Um, it wasn't, it, it wasn't my favorite. Um, it wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. It just, like, it, I knew it was going to be this. It just played everything way too safe. And, you know, that's typically seems to be kind of like the rocks MO when he's doing movies and things like that and the characterations and stuff. And that's, if that's in his comfort house, fine. But like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. This was a lot of stretching to create a black Adam movie because there'd be no way that he would co-star 
with somebody at this point. Um, or even do a, a cameo. It, it's very apparent by this movie, but it, it definitely didn't need to get made. Um, I will say I did generally chuckle whenever he did murder some of the inner gang people. Uh, even when he tossed that guy, I did chuckle. It was just uncontrollable. Sure, yeah. It's just, <laughs> or there's that one where he does the whole, like the, the jump light bike thing where he grabs a person, flies them ahead or something, and then has the bike smash into him and explode. Yeah. That boost into a, the boost, boost into button him. on the bike where you could press it multiple times to go faster. Well, you don't do that. It's like a pedal, right? <laughs> he's just like, he's like, oh no, here Black Adam's chasing after me. Fucking hyper speed. That would have been my first and only mode, I guess. But yeah. Um, so some chuckles, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's nothing. It feels like a very fitting end to this version of the DCU. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, watching it, I came in with the lowest of expectations. I thought I might enjoy myself if it was just kind of a dumb, fun movie uh, in the similar vein to I'm used to seeing rock movies, uh, movies starring The Rock, uh, B, but uh, I don't know. It, it felt in, It felt so poorly plotted and so dumb. And it really felt like what people accuse superhero movies of being in a blanket way uh, with like just cardboard character uh, characterizations, uh, just stilted, completely expository dialogue and, and in between punches and, you know, big, you know, show scenes. And this was that. And while some of the show mm -hmm. scenes were cool and some of the dialogue, there was some lines. Yeah. that I, I chuckled like, it, it it just wants to be a Snyder movie so bad, and it wants to be cool so bad. It's like it's almost like just it's maybe it's trying too hard, or I don't know. I really disliked it. I really would rat almost rather watch any other DC movie except for maybe the ex exception of Suicide Squad. But I just thought it was just like this is not helping the case for superhero movies. I think there are a lot of good ones out there. I don't feel like people are right when they say they all suck but this one is like everything that's wrong that people say about superhero movies was represented in this one so it, i don't i just did not like it yeah i mean i'm with you in the fact that it felt like the way that you used to make superhero movies or we used to get them yeah and that was fine when they kind of lived in their own silos in their own world but now trying to interconnect something this just felt like uh, someone trying to stove a a square brick in a round hole. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't really work. And I get it. There are people out there who like it. And more power to you. I won't ever be able to take that away from you. But in terms of just being objectively a good movie, it's not. And I don't really even know if I would say it's a fun movie. And I'm okay if a movie isn't good, if it's fun, but I didn't have a lot of fun watching this. And maybe that's because I'm a little closer to the source material than others. I don't know, but I, I just couldn't let that level of escapism hit. 
Yeah, so, I think like I would say uh, Aquaman is dumb fun, but this movie is dumb dumb. Yeah, yeah, I think you say that's <laughs> that was the only movie I was teetering with. I didn't. If I I might not like it. I think you're right. I think this might be actually not the best um, <laughs> BCU movie, but that's not saying much. It's true, and it doesn't matter because it's all God. That's uh, it. James Gunn is going to do something new, and I can't wait to see what he's going to put together over there. People are mad. People need to relax. Uh, but uh, if if going the, if staying the course meant more movies like this, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> all, all pass. Hard pass. Yeah, that one... I mean, it, 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 I think, yeah, man, I'm so uh, tongue tied over it. I'd probably get to the point where if that was the case and they were going to continue that trend, I probably wouldn't wait for it to be on HBO Max. I'd wait for it to be on cable when I'm visiting someone else's house and I have nothing better to watch. Yeah. That would be like if me watching a Black Adam, too. Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, I think that's a fair assessment of it. All right, well, that is our thoughts on uh, Black Adam. Uh, if you liked it, why don't you write it and let us know? Uh, all sorts of details for that uh, you can find in our outro and our show notes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We sure as shoot enjoyed making it for you. So without further ado, let's take it away, Dr. Farris. <laughs> A big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord, and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. Remember, folks, despite all our rage, we will paint it black because no man should have all that. Yeah, I'm done with that trash. Everyone have a good night. <laughs> Hey, thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City. <laughs> you want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go.